This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the gospel according to the Bible and how we can put this into practice in daily life. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Living the Gospel. I'm Julia. And I'm Kathy. So this week actually I had a bit of an experience that is the inspiration for what we wanted to talk about today. So I work in IT and it's not exciting. I have a fantastic job, but the days pass by pretty peacefully and uneventfully. So I was driving home from work this week. I was on call, so I had my work cell phone with me. And I was thinking to myself that, you know, my whole goal in life is to become like Jesus, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, obviously we know that in order to do that, you need to go through temptations and overcome them. And that's how we get the virtues. That's, we've sort of talked about that before and that's kind of the crux of the gospel but I was thinking to myself my life is so (laughs) so smooth I feel like I don't really have any trials Mm. almost like it's it's kind of the opposite of a complaint that you'd think you'd have but so I was just thinking how on earth am I going to get transformed into the image of Jesus without any trials or situations Mm. and uh, so then I got home and not half an hour later, one of my work colleagues, who I don't know very well, actually, he works remotely, he called me with a concern that he easily could have called me with during business hours, <laughs> and then proceeded to just downright patronize me. Like, he talked to me like I was stupid. <laughs> and I got off the call with him, and immediately something so ugly just reared its head in my in my nature. Like, I was so, so tempted to be offended. Hmm. Like, who, who does he think he is that he can talk to me like I'm a child? Does yeah. he not know how capable I am? And, like, all these <laughs> things that, that come up. And right there was my opportunity to be transformed from the way I am by yeah. nature. But then it just it just came to me and and I did. I I got the victory and then for the next roughly day or so, every time I thought about it again, my blood started to boil again, you know? And but every single time I know, I can humble myself and I can realize yeah. who am I that I think that there's a certain way that I need to be treated. Yeah. Just you have to recognize those little opportunities like that. Exactly. It's not going to always come in like this big like moment of like huge pressure and overwhelming trial, but there are little moments of things like that yeah. where it's like, yeah. okay, here is where I need to use this opportunity. And that's the grace of God because he doesn't he doesn't pile it on. He gives us exactly as much as we need yeah. to be transformed in yeah. the situations. And it's when we're faithful in those little things yeah. then that when when the huge things do come, and sometimes they do mm-hmm. in life, when they do come, then we're able to bear them because of learning to bear these small situations, yeah, right? Exactly. Sorry, it's a little bit off the topic of what we're talking well, about today. It's all, but it's all on the topic of becoming like Jesus. Yeah. So. <laughs> but then I was I was just thinking too along that vein, like how easily had I not taken this situation in the right way multiple times, because like I said, it came back to me yeah. over and over. How it, it could have actually wrecked my day. Like, I could have stewed in it and been offended and been, yeah, all these yeah. different things. But then it just, I'm, what I became so thankful for is the fact that none of these things, the way I'm treated, the way circumstances come at me, not a single one of these things has the power to take away my joy. Yeah. So then I was thinking about this, about this, the way that I react. We have an article on the website, right, mm-hmm. Kathy? Yeah. That is called, This is the Single Determining Factor of Your Happiness. And it's, it's kind of an abridged version of an, an article that was written in 1957. And I actually remember like a, a dear family friend of ours who is 
a woman in her 80s, Yeah, I, I think she's say. in her 80s now. Yeah, I was talking to her once, and she was telling me about how she grew up with this desire for Jesus since she was a little, little girl. And her whole growing up life, she felt like she was looking. She felt like she was looking for something and couldn't quite find it. She just knew she loved Jesus, but didn't know what kind of life that could lead her to. And then she came across this article, which in its original form is titled Reactions. And she was in her early 20s at the time. And she read this article and she said it was like a light went on for her. Like she finally had the answer that she had been looking for. Mm. And this whole thing, like if we could just almost read a tiny little bit of it. Yeah. I'll just start off here. It says, have you ever thought of the fact that you yourself are the only person who has power over your reactions in life? Not only that, but the way you react to the things that you meet in life will determine the degree of your happiness or unhappiness. Your reaction and only your reaction is the determining factor. It's that's very interesting. Like that is a completely unique way of looking at things. It really is. The fact that I've been able to read this and have this handed to me is I feel like it's such a grace. Yeah. As people by nature we're so trapped in this in this misunderstanding that it's what others do and the situations around yeah. me that can take away my joy or my happiness. Yeah. And that's miserable because then the power is completely out of my own hands. Yeah. Like But how does James say it? He says that you are tempted when you are drawn away by your own lusts and desires. Yeah. It's not yeah. I'm tempted because so and so has done this to right. me. Right. And because someone treated me wrong or because this situation happened yeah. and I couldn't do anything about it. But he says we're tempted when we're drawn away by our own passions and desires. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it can sound like, oh, I have all these ugly things in me, but it's so freeing because that means that I completely have the ability to, to get rid of those things and to become happy by yeah. getting victory over them. Yeah. If it was up to the way other people would were treating me, I would have no control over my own joy and peace in life. Right. And that would be horrible. Right. You would have, <laughs> yeah, to have no choice but to be unhappy because of my yeah. situations or the things that happened to me. Yeah. That would be so hopeless. It would be like having a, a leash around your neck and just having to be led wherever you're yeah. led. Whereas yeah. instead, I have complete control over it. For example, this week with that situation, yeah. I, I could have had my day ruined and then the subsequent day as well. Because like I said, every time I thought about it, it was a temptation again to be offended. Yeah. But just by deciding to take it in a good way, then it actually became a situation that brought me joy and and peace because nothing yeah. brings more joy in life than getting victory over sin. Yeah. And that's in contrast to what happens if you do, for example, get like if you had given in to getting offended with in that story with mm-hmm. the guy from work, it would not have made you feel good. Of course right? not. Right? You just get miserable and you get like all these heavy thoughts and you start to go over and over it in your head and it just becomes this huge actually burden mm-hmm. on you right and actually it just kind of came to me while you were saying that that the the problem or the common denominator in all of these situations if if you don't get the victory if you feel offended if you are unthankful it's all pride yeah and pride is incredibly yeah. lonely and it's heavy it's heavy right <laughs> well i just thought too now about jesus says Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. And that rest is from that burden of pride Mm -hmm. and having to live according to my own feelings and 
having to give in to these things, these passions and desires for my flesh. That's a huge burden. And Jesus says, come to me, you yeah. who are burdened with this, and I will give you rest. And then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And that taking his yoke on us, that is that to get victory over these things. Right. And it is, I think he says it like that, that it's a yoke because as Peter says, we have to suffer in the flesh to overcome these things, right. right? Like, you have to give up something, and it takes a battle to overcome. Like, you said you had to go through this battle to overcome getting offended. Over and over again. Yeah. yeah. But that, his burden is light, he says, because it leads to getting peace and rest and joy instead of misery mm -hmm. and heaviness, mm -hmm. right? Totally. It's just, like you said, it's all in these little situations, and they're actually so critical. Like, here's another couple paragraphs from this article here. If Jesus had reacted differently, if he had, for example, been righteous in everything, but had been absolutely unwilling to suffer injustice, then there would not be an atonement or salvation <laughs> at all. He, the just one, would have remained together with his righteous father and all of us would be lost. <laughs> How unspeakably wonderful that he chose to respond in the loving yeah. way that he did. You too, by suffering unjustly, can win other souls whom you would not otherwise be able to win. To quarrel about your rights, to insist on them, or to sue your fellow man is an extremely foolish and dangerous way of life. Instead, you can react in each situation of life in such a way that it enables you to keep your joy regardless of how things or people are. Yeah. Like, it's just a totally different it mindset. Is. Well, and again, going back to what is written about Jesus, it says about him who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. So, that's the way that we need to have it too. We don't, there's nothing that we need to do to preserve our own honor or mm. judge the situation according to our own reasoning and how we see things from our human perspective. But if we let God's judgment come over us, then something happens in our lives a change takes place right, right right well and even like how this paragraph that i just read here the way it talks about jesus if he had been righteous in everything but unwilling to suffer injustice and that actually that can seem reasonable when people are treating you poor like for example in my situation i could say objectively speaking that guy was being a bit of a jerk to me right yeah <laughs> but what does it matter like Yes, somebody may have mistreated me and it may be obvious that they are in the wrong yeah but actually that can only affect their happiness. Yeah. And the thing is, you actually can't do anything at all about how other no. people are. And like the thing is, by nature, as humans, like we're very quick to be righteous on our own behalf, oh, right? For like sure. that that guy should know that he can't treat people like that, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. how we naturally I think. need to like, straighten this out, yeah. you know? And you think almost that, oh, it's righteous that he should know that that's not yeah. how you deal with <laughs> right? And but you could end up just in a big argument with this yeah, guy. Yeah. And it's just another facet of my pride coming through. Yeah, and you're not going to convince him. No. You're not going to convince this guy to change the way he no. is. I mean, you might. Who knows? But that's not the point. Like, you you are only actually completely guaranteed to be able to do something about your own behavior. And, and that, again, is like, it's liberty. It's freedom. Yeah. Like, yeah. just that this poor person who has perhaps treated me badly has now made themselves unhappy because of it. Because yeah. that's just simply a law of life that yeah. when, you know, when yeah. you, whatever the case, that he's not going to become happy because of mistreating somebody else. No. But I, by being given 
a possibility for victory and making use of it, mm-hmm. have become happy. So we take all these situations in life, whether it's other people or whether it's outward circumstances, and by using the gospel and using these tools to get victory, we take these situations by God's grace and turn them around so yeah. that they go from being something bad to being something that leads to our eternal gain. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable. And to think that we have that capability but only through grace, mm. and only if I'm willing to humble myself. Exactly. God gives grace to the humble, right? Yeah. So, if I am willing to lose all these things, my honor and my pride and my self-righteousness, if I'm willing to lose all of that, then I gain the kingdom of heaven within me, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I always think, when I, when I look back on this moment in, what, 20 years pops to mind, but one year, one month, one week, you know, if I gave in and let myself get offended and I look back on it, am I going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 that was yeah. the right thing to do. I gained a lot from that. Yeah. Or am I going to look back and and think, great, I used it right. And I actually, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but everything in the natural, you form habits. And you take these little situations and you start to to react to them in the right way. Right. And you're forming habits of doing that. So like right. you said, when these bigger situations come along, you're already in the habit of humbling yourself yeah. and going that route instead of right yeah. away becoming bitter and upset and offended. Yeah. So it just means that as you get as you continue on the path of life and you get older maybe, you're you're walking down these paths, you form these deep ruts almost yeah. of humbling yourself and yeah. getting victory. And it just becomes not a big decision every time, but just a matter of course. Yeah. I would actually encourage all of our listeners to go on to activechristianity.org and read this article for yourself because it is a game changer. To be able to take this truth and apply it in your own life is, it changes everything. Yeah, it does. And we'll put a link for this article in the episode description today. So all you have to do is go in and click on it. Yes, you won't regret it. <laughs> you won't regret it. And maybe we, could, maybe we could just uh, finish up by reading the last paragraph oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of the article. Let me get it here. It ends with this. May this indisputable, all-encompassing, indescribably effective truth always be clear and living for us. Namely, that my reaction is the single determining factor in my happiness. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that we could say to wrap it up better than nope. that. So, <laughs> we'll sign out for now. Yep. Thanks for listening, and everyone. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye.